Hey, Dave, um, this is a game that, you know, these tight, tight checking games, they didn't seem to be a ton of energy, but are these the type of games you need to win to kind of be a playoff contender and get, when you get in the playoffs, win some of these playoff games like this? Well, tight games like this, we we're concerned, you know, as a coach, you're concerned about coming home from a long trip and, uh, you know, lots of stuff going on around uh, with the game canceled tomorrow. So you're concerned about how your team's going to compete. And I thought we come out, we played real well early in the in the first period, um, had pretty good energy. And then it was just it was just a tight game, a battle. We gave up a few more chances than I'd like in the second, but third period was just a, it was kind of a game in the trenches. We knew they were going to be a desperate team. They're, uh, they uh, need every point they can get right now. So I would like the way our guys hung in there in the third and we, we got a couple on the power play and found a way to win. So it's, uh, it's a good win before we go back on the road again. And how important was it not to go down two goals? Like you went down one, you went down two one, but, but you still might I, think some big saves for you there. Yeah, he made he some did. big saves. It's, it's, you know, we felt like we were playing all right. We gave up, we gave up the one on a kind of a screenshot that, uh, but we were, we felt like we were getting some chances. So uh, it's good to see our power play get us back even. And then, you know, once you, once you get it even again, it feels like you, you're moving the right direction. So it's, uh, it was a tight game, you know, both teams had some chances. We capitalized on a couple and we were able to get the two points. Rob Trzkowski, Post Media. Hi, Dave. Uh, Hi. Finding a way to win is a pretty important uh, ingredient in our hockey team as you get down the stretch here and into the playoffs. Uh, how do you see that developing uh, on your club? Is it, it seems to be getting stronger as the year goes on. Well, you need to, and you need to be able to win, you know, in different circumstances. There's times when you're... You know, your top players can do it, your power play can do it, your penalty kill can do it, your goaltender can find a way to hang in a game for you. So you just have to you have to recognize certain situations where uh, what gives you the best best chance of winning and and sometimes that can switch a little bit in the game even. You know, if you, you don't feel like you got the energy you need, you gotta play a certain way. If you feel like you're good and you're on your toes, you get going and push the issue. So there's different ways that our team is uh, you know, we talk about it and just recognizing situations where no matter what happens, we've got to find a way to win. And that's, uh, we've been able to do that a number of times this year. So how would you assess the homestand? <laughs> short, <laughs> short homestand. Very short. I mean, I mean, give your guys credit, man. They've gone through a whole, a lot of mental stuff and they responded with a pretty strong game in a, in a game that meant a ton to Calgary. Yeah, I do. I give them a ton of credit because it's, Coming off that trip, it was uh, there wasn't a lot of energy in our group. I, I felt that way. When we won that game in Toronto, we got on the plane and went back to Montreal. It was like everybody's looking at it like, where are we going? You know, because it's uh, it's a game that was kind of thrown in there. So I'm glad we got back. We got a day's rest and uh, and came out and got points. And we'll have a we'll have a rest day tomorrow and have a little practice before we leave for Montreal on on Sunday and go back on the road again. Jim Matheson, Post Media. Uh, Dave, the goal that Cahoon scored, is that the kind of goal you want him to score? You, you said he had to get to the net a little bit more. Yeah. Is that the kind of goal you want him that's to a, score? That's about as close as you can get right there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, uh, that was a good play, good play all the way around. We moved the puck up the ice. I think all five guys on the ice touched it. Bears, he made a really good play to get it to Yamamoto, and I like the way Cahoon drove to the net, so... Those are the ones you, you like to see a line score. Everybody contributes, and they find a way to put in the back of the net. And the goal that, that Connor scored on the power play, it, 
it looked like one of those ones where you, you win a face off and then there's a bit of a scramble. It looked like two guys kind of went to chase on and then Connor got the puck and one of those ones where uh, maybe if you're the opposing team, you think, well, Connor will just skate around with it, get it back to the point. But it was a good play by Connor just to throw it at the net. Good play by Connor and good play by Chase. He kind of jammed everything up there because it wasn't a it wasn't a clean win. We, you know, we've got it set up where there's certain things that happen if it's not a clean win. And fortunate the puck bounced straight to uh, Connor and he, he shot it quick before anybody could get to him. But Chaser did a good job in clogging that, uh, kind of clogging things up in front of him. So. It was, uh, hey, it's, when it's a winning goal, you'll take it any way you can get it. And uh, probably not the prettiest power play goal we've ever scored, but it counted. Brian Rashog, TSN. Dave, you talked about giving the group a break tomorrow. It's not that you've had to play a ton of games recently, but that was a really long road trip. And you say, it was, you know, talk about it being mentally taxing. How much are you as a staff right now talking about managing that end of this with your players right now energy yeah. you know mental energy and that sort of thing and now you've got another game canceled here so it's a it's a it's a big factor it's a real factor and what what we're trying to do you're trying to get enough enough uh practice time enough you know downtime enough where games are games are mentally taxing and uh if you just think about it, like every day before a game, we start talking about it. it's like a playoff game. It's a four-point game. So every game is like that. It's not, you're not going through the year and just kind of, you know, you're kind of jumping around from team to team and, and the games don't mean, I mean, they all mean something, but it's not, doesn't have the same meaning as they do this year when you're playing every game a division game. So that becomes mentally taxing. So we, we're trying to monitor our group as best we can and, and trying to make sure they get enough not just physical rest, but mental rest. And that's, I think that's going to be a factor coming down the stretch because we talked about it after the game tonight. Who knows what's going to happen with our schedule now? You know, you, know, you just got to take whatever's in front of you, but you got to be ready to accept that challenge also. You guys, I'm sure you analyze the group closely, but how, how much do you converse with the players to, you know, sort of get their take on where they're at? I don't know if that's the leadership group, maybe a little bit, but how much of it is, is talking with them about where they're at as well? All, all the above, you know, like we had a talk after the game tonight. We want to skate once before we go on the road again. And, you know, we had a conversation with the group about is it better to take tomorrow off and skate early Sunday morning and go? And that's, I think... Mentally, that's that's an advantage for us. Just get the guys away for a day. They get to see their family because we're gone for another whole week here, you know? Jason Greger, TSN 1260. Dave, more of a tactical question. I've been noticing in your, in your second period in the long change, a lot of times you'll have the... Uh, um, the, you know, the left, when the right defenseman changes, the next left defenseman goes out first. So sometimes you'll have like a Jones with Nurse, and then yeah. when Nurse goes off, the right defenseman goes back out. Have you, your second period goals against are down this year a lot from the last few years? Has that been a part of it? Has that changed? Do you find, and did you, or and maybe I missed it last year, but has no, that helped your team? No, we've done that. We've done that all along. Oh, we've done that so all then along. I missed yeah. it. But, but do you feel, because obviously your goals against in the second period have come down. Is that something you always did with your teams? Yeah, that's something that, that we've been doing for a while, doing for a while. And, um, you know, it's just an easier way to get your defense on and off quicker. And, and when you, you, get, you get trapped out there less with tired guys on there, so it's an easier way to get your guys on and off the ice. So it, it depends. I, we, we talk a lot about our second period. And 
the one thing tonight, I didn't think our second period was as good. We had some long shifts and then we ended up getting, we went for an extra skate, an extra chance in the offensive zone, but then it went back the other way and we got tired. We got some shifts in our own zone, kind of pinned in there a little bit. And those are, those are the ones in the second period, if you overstay your shift, there's a chance that you're going to get caught tighter in your, tired in your own and you can't get off. And the forwards can sometimes get off, but the defensemen have a much harder time. So those are things we talk about. And, and you know, tonight, I think there was a couple that I'd like to, we'll have to have a look at, but there's a couple that we'd have to do a better job on tonight. And I know not every, every penalty kill is, is kind of the same, depending on the time of the game. To start the third period, you had the penalty kill. And not only did you kill it off but i in the way you killed it off like you know nugent hopkins specifically as you others like yeah. how much juice does that give your team do you feel and how did that set the tone for the third that's exactly what it does it sets a tone and it, it always happens like i've always said you know you like to get power plays but you hate a power play at the start of a game because it just if it doesn't go well it kind of zaps your energy and that's what we felt tonight like if we go out and get a big kill to start that period and keep it even that'll give us some juice and that's exactly what our killers did so give them a lot of credit you you hit the nail on the head there that's that was a that was part of the the third period that we needed but we needed to get that kill and especially in hindsight you look now that our power play got us a winning goal so we killed that one and uh, and the power play gets us the one we need it was a difference in the game Jim Matheson a couple of things Dave what were you thinking when uh, Richie uh, pushed uh, or cross-checked Barry from behind and he slammed into your goalie and he was down on the ice for a few seconds. I was thinking it should have been a penalty. Were you thinking that get up, Smitty? Yeah, I know Smitty. Smitty's, Smitty's tough. He'll get up. Uh, and the other question I have for you is uh, you played Chris Russell a lot. In games like this, is, you appreciate or should the fans appreciate what Chris Russell does uh, in a tight hockey game. He's a real solid veteran. It's funny, we were looking today, I think he's uh, in the last almost 30 years or something, somebody brought this stat to me today, that he's got the second most blocked shots in the history of the last 35 years. And he's, he's only about 15 or maybe, I don't know, 30 away from being the top guy. So anybody that's willing to put their body on the line, he's not a big guy, he plays hard. He's got good enough skill to make good plays but he's just a smart veteran player that you can rely on and uh, you get in some tough situations where you need a shot blocked or you need a, a, a play that made under pressure he's a guy that, that can get that done and, and you know he's, he's not a young spry guy he does things with smart sometimes but he does a lot of things that go unnoticed that give you a chance to win and it looked like uh, Lucic several times was bearing down on him I could see Chris looking up half a dozen times and thinking, oh, why does it always have to be Lucic bearing down on me? But watch out, watch out, watch out, watch how smart he is to get out of it, though. He, yeah, okay. he, might, he might look at the guy coming on, but he uses his smarts to elude it. He doesn't just get pounded against the wall. He, he uses his smarts, uses his body and positioning to, to elude the check and make the next play. Or sometimes he absorbs it, but he makes the next play. And that, those are the things that go unnoticed but they're really smart things. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.